sometimes as an entrepreneur, it gets incredibly difficult to know where to focus, what to focus on. And especially when you're starting your business, you're like, but Amy, what do I do all the time? And I have good news and bad news for you. Uh, the bad news is you're going to keep feeling that way because I also feel like this and I've done over 5 million in sales in the past couple of years. But the good news is it is really easy to fix if you just can refocus your priorities or if you know what to fall back on and I created a little something for myself as well as for my business freedom elevator clients and that is the seven c's of a successful business or every entrepreneur needs these seven c's hello hello and welcome to play to win the show where we turn your passion into profit so you can live life on your own terms I'm Amy van der Putten from Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode with simple strategies every Tuesday. Those are not the seven C's like the sea where you swim, the seven C's like words that start with a C. And the first C is core. The core of what you do will always be important for the rest of your business, and you should never forget this. I made this mistake. Um, that I forgot what the core of my business was as I was growing and, 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 you know, a team and business and blah, blah, blah. And I started listening to other people. And at a certain point, I wasn't coaching people anymore. But throughout my entire life, in all of my businesses and brands, the core of what, I, what I've done is coach people because it gives me a lot of energy and it's also my zone of genius. So I should never lose out of sight what my core is. If you're feeling off balance in your business, first check is, is your core okay? Are you still aligned with the core of your business? Second part is cash flow. And usually those two are very aligned because if you're working from your core, your cash flow is usually more aligned. And if you're doing what you think you should be doing, but might not be what you actually should be doing. See what I meant there? Yeah? Mm? No? Okay. Let me explain it to you. This is a turbo episode, by the way. I've just turned it into a turbo episode, which means we're going fast because it's Fast forward, Amy. <laughs> Does anyone think my podcast is funny? If so, let me know through the DMs. <laughs> you are allowed to send me a message if you like my podcast. Because I don't actually know. <laughs> so cash flow. I know some people are afraid of cash flow. Maybe you love money. Maybe you hate it. It doesn't really matter because you need it. Incoming cash flow in your business is so wildly important and although for a growing entrepreneur you get to have up and down months and I often tell people you know at a certain moment you're gonna have to step away from monthly revenue you're gonna have a look at your quarter or your year I will say that just keeping your cash flow high and making sure that every month you are always doing break even or more is just gonna be good like you actually really don't want to have months in a negative cash flow Keeping a positive cash flow is going to impact your mental health so much. And of course, there will be periods like I made some decisions this year that were very conscious that led me to having a few lesser months in terms of cash flow, but it gives you a lot of stress as a business owner. So it doesn't matter if you have a team or don't have a team or just are getting started. I would always recommend as a priority in your business, when in doubt, you write down the seven C's and the second check is, is my cash flow positive? And am I focused on that enough for the next upcoming months? Because it should actually just always be positive. By the way, there are going to be people who disagree with me on this, but I don't care because this is my podcast. <laughs> and I can only speak from personal experience for both my clients as well as myself. If you don't have a 
positive cash flow, basically, well, your business isn't going to survive for long. So it is okay and necessary to focus on cash flow. The third C is customers. And this is one, for me, it's very obvious, customers and clients, but working with people you actually love working with is a big one. A lot of starting entrepreneurs work with clients they don't actually like or who don't respect them. And I highly advise against that because you probably became an entrepreneur remember the core to do something you love and if you're then working with clients who don't respect you or you don't love it's not gonna last long it's it's like running a business without love it's not gonna work so um i guess focusing on having the right customers is good but also just if you want to get that cash flow what you need to do is you got to focus on your customers and your clients and sometimes that will mean going above and beyond for some people sometimes that will mean over delivering to people but if you are focused on your customers instead of on your competition you're always going to win mute your competition unmute your customers. If you are scrolling on social media, I hope it is because you are looking at what your customers need and are doing. Are you selling products for moms? Go and check out what they're doing on their first day of school. Don't spend so much time looking at what your competition is doing. So this is the wrong C. Competition shouldn't be your focus. Your customers should always be your focus. When in doubt, when afraid, when you don't know what to do, when feeling uninspired, go and focus on your customers. This is a magic trick that will make all of your marketing and production better. And from there, your confidence is going to rise, which is also one of the C's because entrepreneurship isn't always easy. (laughs) It's simple, but not easy. And if you listen too much to other people, you might lose some of your confidence. If you don't work with fun people, you might lose some of your confidence. If you look at your competition all the time, you might lose some of your confidence. Uh, Confidence. So, and also competence, by the way. If you had to approach these seven C's, I think it would be good if you wrote down the seven C's just all together. So like core, cash flow, customers, confidence, next up are calendar, content and communication. And just score yourself like, how am I doing in these seven areas? How am I feeling about all this? Am I working from my core? That might be the most difficult question. Like, yeah, I'm really happy with what I'm doing. For me, that's coaching, coaching and creation. I'm doing a lot of that. I really love that. Next up, cash flow. Mm. If your cash flow isn't amazing right now, then that's your focus. Next up, customers. Okay, am I focused on my customers or on my competition? This will indicate where you should redirect your focus because we're focus flows, energy goes. If you're focused on your competition, not a whole lot is going to happen with your customers. And then the confidence, okay, how confident are you feeling about your business? If you're currently not feeling super confident, it's probably a sign that either you need to call up one of your besties and have her tell you how amazing you are, even if you're not feeling it at the moment, or you need to go and do some mindset work. I had this just last week. I was feeling so terrified of my launch and I was like, oh my God, I'm afraid. I have limiting thoughts and had so much to do, but I literally just like turned off everything, sat down on the floor in my office and I was like, okay. Let's do some breathing and let's journal. What are my fears? Why am I feeling this way? And I ended up just like journaling like, oh my God, oh yeah, I have massive fear of failure. So I think if you're not feeling super confident, it's often because you're afraid of something. Don't let your emotions run the success of your business, but the confidence is going to come and go and you're going to have to tap into it because Confidence breeds enthusiasm. And if there is one really big rule in sales, which you need for the cash flow, is that you got to be enthusiastic. 
But if you're not feeling confident about what you have to offer, it's going to be very difficult to show people your enthusiasm. But if you're not showing enthusiasm, people are going to feel it. They're not going to buy from you because basically what you're then saying is like, hey, I'm feeling very insecure. I'm feeling very insecure about this course that I'm offering. I'm feeling very insecure about my prices, but I hope everyone else is super secure and wants to buy from me. That won't work. This is like how they say dogs can smell your fear. People can smell it when you are not actually confident in what you're offering. Does that mean you always have to believe in yourself and always have to be super confident? Actually, no. I have a really good trick for that. It's you don't always have to believe in yourself, but you do have to believe in what you are offering. So that means journal, 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 and make sure that you're always enthusiastic about what you have to offer. Pro tip for this is if you're selling physical products, online courses, services, it doesn't matter, but go and sit in it. Create a happy folder for yourself where you keep reviews of clients. Go and touch your products. Go dive into your course if you made it a while back. Fall in love with your product again. And again, where you're not feeling confident about yourself, make sure you're still believing in your product and exuding that confidence and enthusiasm. Because that's the word I actually wanted to say. The next C is a really big fucking energy leak in your calendar. Or should I say your calendar? <laughs> your calendar. If you're feeling a little bit burnt out, chances are, well, either you have a problem with the customers you're working with or you're just so stressed out about your finances that that is hurting. But we already looked at that. What we want to look at right now is your calendar. Like, for example, for me today, I just had too much to do. I love what I do. I love my work. I love my cash. I love my team. I love all of that. But I just had literally too much on my calendar and it wasn't feasible. So that means I need to restructure my calendar. Just for you, are you batching the things you need to do? Are you time blocking? Are you allowing allowing white space in your calendar? If you are an evening person, are you making yourself wake up super early? How is that benefiting you or should you turn it around? Just this week I had this insight that um for example for me, I do a lot of my team reviews at the end of the day, but usually by the end of the day, I'm a little bit tired. I'm a little bit of a grumpy fairy, what my boyfriend sometimes calls me. If I work for like too long, I'll get a little bit grumpy or hangry. And uh, then I don't give the bestest feedback. I realized this this week and I always thought, eat the frog. In the morning, I need to do the content. And in the evening, I'll do the, the busy buffer tasks and I'll give feedback on stuff. But then I realized, what if for me, reviewing content and giving feedback is actually the frog I need to eat? And I need my full brain for that. And I need to give really motivational feedback and I can inspire my team to learn from the things they're doing and give strategic input. And I was like, oh, maybe I need to reshuffle my calendar. Honestly, I reshuffle my calendar every three months. I've recorded a bunch of episodes about my calendar on this episode. It will never be the same as I said in a previous episode because I'm always tapping into how's my energy. In winter, I'm like... Winter time, I hate it. Okay, I'll fly to Australia, different time zone, reshuffle the calendar. Ah, working out in the morning, great. Hmm, my adrenaline is a bit high. Maybe I should go for a walk in the afternoon. Like always looking at how can I make this calendar fit me better instead of the other way around? Because I became a business owner to have freedom. For me, what that means is I don't like waking up and having no structure. I really like repeatable structure. But I also need to make sure that I'm not making myself fit that structure, but I'm always like with Play-Doh, you know, like kneading, kneading it. I don't know, molding it, 
to fit me. So have a look at the cylinder and see how it's serving you. Or are you constantly being a slave to your calendar? You don't want that. You can already see it. If you wrote this checklist of the C's, you're probably off. Next up is uh, actually your communication. So a lot of the things we bump into as entrepreneurs is communication. Communication, people don't pick up the phone quickly enough. We don't ask direct questions to people. We make assumptions. And with clients and customers and team members, we often don't have really good rules about communication. So for example, it could be that you have clients sending you messenger messages at 12 o'clock at midnight and you have left on your phone and you actually reply to them. So one, you hate that they message you, but then you also reply to them. That's not good. I'll see this with a lot of people who are like, yeah, but in my uh, my general policy, it states that people can't text me on my phone after 9 p.m. But they keep texting me, Amy, what do I do? And then I'm like, have you asked them not to? Or have you been replying to the texts? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I've been replying to the text because sometimes it's just faster, but I really wanted them to WhatsApp me on my business number. And I'm like, okay, so have you texted them from your private number? Like, yeah, I did that. So in communication, we got to know that we have to show up as a leader. If we don't want people to talk to us outside of office hours, we shouldn't talk to them outside of office hours. If we don't want people to WhatsApp us questions, but we want them to email us questions instead, we actually have to communicate this to people and never assume that they know. So I think a lot of people get caught up in entrepreneurship. Oh, communication. Oh, content and lives. But although content is a different C, I also feel like even if you're not an online entrepreneur, you got to know that content is just also a form of communication. And in every business, there is communication, be that automated emails or someone walking into your store and you talking to them. But just have a quick check. Like, how is that flowing communication combined with boundaries, I think. And if the boundaries are being crossed, how can you go and resolve that? And how can you set firmer boundaries with yourself as well as with your customers and clients? And then the last one, the last C is content or content for people who actually speak English. Uh, <laughs> content, I was in doubt, like, is it a separate C or not? But the way I teach it to my coaches in the Business Freedom Elevator is that it is a separate one. And I think you can have an offline business with less content, but you will still have content. Your, your window space will be content. Your banner in front of your door will be content. And a lot of people overcomplicate this. They're like, yeah, but Amy... I don't know social media. I am bad at Instagram. I am a dinosaur. First of all, stop calling yourself a dinosaur. You are a human. <laughs> you're an entrepreneur. We all have content. Your content could be your newsletter that you're sending out to your customers of your store. Your content could be the Instagram stories you're making. But usually it will be the last on our list, just like it is now, the last on our list. Like cash flow and content will be very last on the list. But truly, they need to be first on the list or up there because content usually leads to cash flow. Putting the banner outside will get people through the door. Posting the story will get people to your sales page. Updating the look and feel of the website will keep people on your site for longer. So content should never be an afterthought. If you're like, hey, cash isn't coming in. I am lacking some confidence. It might be because you're just not playing to win anymore. You need to put, be putting out more content. So for me, eating the frog, content is definitely one of the frogs I need to eat. That doesn't mean I don't like it. I mean, I don't like eating frogs, but I do like making content. But I don't like doing it if I'm super tired. So 
I did this thing for myself um, where I looked at my mornings and was like, okay, I'm going to use the C's to reset my mornings. I looked at the list. I'm like, confidence is okay. Calendar is okay, but I'll redo the mornings. And I'm like, okay, communication is okay. Good boundaries. But I was like, okay, what do I need? More cash flow, more content. And then I actually created one for myself that isn't in this list, but that could for you be customers. For me, it was community. And under the term community, I put my team as well as my coaches. So my mornings are now, I check my cash flow, make content to provide me with cash flow or to give me cash flow. And then I check in with my community, which is my team and my coaches. Mind you, if I start with my team and my coaches at the beginning of the day, I will lose track of my cash flow and I will forget to make content. So that's why I've reversed that order. So have a look at the C's and then have a look at your calendar and maybe there's something else you need. But if you're seriously lacking something right now, you're lacking focus on your cash flow or some things in your business aren't happening, like maybe for you, it's writing, you're writing a book and you never seem to get around to it. Put it, put it at the beginning of your day, start eating that frog every day and see your results increase. And I think just like we have all of these C's, there are so many more principles we all need in our business, but sometimes we just need a little reminder of what those key principles for a successful business are. And that's why I have written a business Bible and plot twist, I wrote it in two languages. It's available in Dutch, it's available in English and even bigger plot twist, it is completely free. My business Bible contains a bunch of principles you need to set up a successful business and you might be breaking some laws of the business principles. So I highly advise you to go and check it out. You can grab it for free through fastforwardamy.com forward slash business Bible and then you can print it out and read it before you go to sleep or I don't know, maybe read it in the morning and not at night because I don't know how well you will sleep if you're like, yeah, cash is king. <laughs> but that is one of the principles that I that I I'll outline in the business Bible. And now I actually gotta go. I hope you enjoyed these seven C's and you do a little check-in with yourself today. Like, how are your C's doing? And what I would do is if you have the seven C's written out, you grab a pen and you're like, okay, if I, if I can choose three to work on, you're not going to write use uh, numbers because numbers, we use numbers too much, but you use letters. You're like A, B, C. You have an A and a B and a C to give to these. And you write down A at the one you feel like you need most to feel more calm or more joyful in your business. Then B is the second one. And then C is another one. And those are the three ones you put like on a wallpaper on your phone. And you're like, yes, cash flow, confidence, communication. Let's go. And every day you get a reminder, okay? These are the ones you're gonna work on this month. Or if you're part of my Business Freedom Elevator, you and I are going to work on it together. Um, speaking of which, why the fuck haven't you not signed up for my coaching program yet? Or have you not bought any of my courses? You are here in the podcast. Don't you realize that if this is what you're getting for free, you're going to get much better jokes inside of my programs? <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, sometimes I joke. But aside from the joking, I'm also a really good business coach. And if you're feeling fired up right now, you're like, yeah, Amy, you're right. I've never thought about these areas. Imagine what you and I could accomplish in just 12 weeks of working together like besties. Not really, because I'll be your coach, but not your best friend. This is actually something I pride myself on. A lot of American coaches are like, oh, I love you, babe. I don't love you. <laughs> I need you to be successful. I need you to build your own success. I actually want you to not need me after a few months of coaching. Um, but if you're interested in that and you're wondering what is this 
pizzazz everyone is talking about, about the Business Freedom Elevator. Well, most business coaches in Belgium who have a business coaching program got some juice initially at the Business Freedom Elevator. This is not to say anything bad about anything anyone else because I actually don't do that. This is just to say that this is the godfather or godmother of all business coaching programs out there right now in Belgium. And if you want to go to the core and you want to learn the things you need for your business, go and have a look at the page where we've put up all of the information. So the prices, the timeline, the calendar, like you can look at everything through fastforwardamy.com forward slash elevator. And don't forget that if you sign up for the program, you will also get a free ticket that's actually worth a thousand euros to a full day live event, not online, live with me and my team, where we are going to workshop. It's called the Fuel Your Freedom Live event. And you're going to network and it's going to be so much fun. And if you don't smell bad, I'll also give you a hug. <laughs> so I'd love to see you there. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I know I sound a little crazy on the podcast, but I'm actually little bit more chill in real life and you can also just send me a dm on instagram at, at fastforwardamy just send me a question or email team at fastforwardamy.com love to see you in the program don't wait for too long though because we will be closing up soon so fastforwardamy.com forward slash elevator and if you still have questions you're like i need to talk to someone i'm a talking person scroll down to the bottom of that page and book in a call with someone on my team it could be with me or someone on my team depending on availability and there you can just like schedule a quick call to talk to someone and see if it's the right fit for you no worries it's free no obligations and we will always help you make the right decision because that's the only way we've been able to coach over a thousand five hundred coaches by actually being real <laughs> and not forcing people to do stuff. Obviously, we would never force you to do something. So come and have a look and uh, hope to see you there. And if not, see you next week on the podcast. <music>